hi everyone. This is uh, this is cranking off. Uh, this is Mitchell again. Uh, joined again by Scott. Hello again. He's here. We're doing this in person. I think this is the first time we've ever recorded anything all, with all the members of said thing in person. It's pretty cool. I yeah. like having you sitting here with me yeah. and uh, instead of having to talk over you without seeing your face. So Yeah, I need to get the webcam. It's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we're here. We're queer. And uh, we're going to talk about a, a wonderful, wonderful picture called um, You Were Never Really Here. So... Uh, the best way I can describe this movie is to call it what if uh, the guy from Taxi Driver had uh, access to the internet? Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Taken uh, with the Joker instead of Liam Neeson. Yes, yes. Uh, it's it's. Um, I've seen people refer to it as Pizzagate the movie, so. Yeah, um, and... To be to be perfectly honest, it's not that deep, and it's not uh, anything that is breaking anyone's mind or anything. But just a just a fucking bummer, man. Yeah, it's. Um, I feel bad for ninety minutes. Watch this movie. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's Joaquin Phoenix. That's why I said it's the Joker. Yeah, directed by Lynn Ramsey. There's not really anybody else in it, is there? Uh, I didn't recognize anyone. Yeah, there's else. not a lot of faces. It's just kind of Joaquin, and then uh, the the hammer is a pretty reoccurring character. I don't know if that's really a character, or just a murder <laughs> weapon. But you know, it's a weapon of choice. To each their own, I guess. Uh, do you want to go through like a quick plot summary? Because there's not. I figured much we'd kind of do what we did for the X Files with this, which was we go through the plot summary and then okay. I intersperse. I freak out for about ten minutes and. We get back to on track. Okay, so I think the first thing is that Joaquin Phoenix's character Joe mm-hmm. is I'm not sure if that's his real name or like a code name. I don't think it's his real. I think his mom calls him. That. I think but it's Joe. he is like a missing girl, uh, child locator professional. Yeah, he's the first scene is he's in that hotel room with the, that girl's stuff, which I think the implication is he got her and got her out of there, right? Yeah. He, I think that's kind of like his modus operandi is he like meets this client in a hotel and like gives it gives her back or whatever. Yeah. He's like cleaning off a, a hammer that he there was some murdered blood. somebody with. So Yeah. And then it's a pretty seedy hotel, which I, that's one of the things I like about this movie. It's very like kind of grimy New York in a way that I haven't seen in film since like the 1970s. Like this is a bit like uh, Maniac and Taxi Driver and all that stuff. Yeah, and he uh, definitely displays some like PTSD stuff. It's uh, I think he's also a veteran. Maybe I thought I saw that in the description, but I didn't see any like actual. He's he's a F. No, there FBI? is because he gives that kid some like chocolate. That's like on the border, maybe. I, yeah, so I don't maybe border it, patrol. It, yeah, I don't, know. I don't. Who knows? I did. There's not a lot of that backs backstory that's made super clear just kind of brief flashback but when he was a kid he got fucked up pretty bad yes his parent his dad was uh, a piece of shit yeah and uh he he's definitely suffering through trauma and like trying to i guess unguilt himself by helping other children is that kind of the feeling you got yes it is very much a um well we'll get to it later but there seems to be an inciting incident for this sort of trauma or the bulk of it and what he does now. 
So it seems like he has a handler who is yes. some sort of weird, like maybe ex-CIA op or something. In his house, there's a photo of him in the like the SEALs or something. He's got that Navy uniform on. Yeah. So I think he's also a former military guy. So it might be he knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody and it's, they got hooked up that way. It is like a mercenary thing, though. Yeah. It is like a hired gun. But he doesn't much. go through that guy directly. There's an intermediary between them. Yeah. So, but that's like how it works and he like gets jobs from this guy and then he like shows up and hurts people sleuths around and like figures out where everyone is and where the kid is and then yeah so that's kind of like the backstory here and and as we get into it uh he is visiting this guy and he gets like a call and he's like hey the governor State state senator wants to talk to you I guess it's important because this guy's like gonna be the vice Governor's, governor or something. I, I think he was doing work for the governor, something like that. Yeah. So uh, Joe, the first twenty minutes or so before the meeting are essentially just his after the uh, or the opening scene of him in the hotel uh, cleaning up after a job mm-hmm. is essentially him just kind of doing his day to day life. Yeah, and he he lives with his mom in like a weird like an old house, lady and... who doesn't have all of her cognitive functions. It seems like they have shared trauma, so it's like a coping thing as well. Yeah, so, and she's senile or going senile. She's just really old. Yeah, so she's not entirely there. Yeah. You could say she's never really here. She's never really there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but so as Scott mentioned, he gets hired for a job for a state senator, and um, it's his daughter has kind of repeat runaway situations. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, since the mother died, which was... Well, that's the story. That's the story, yeah. That's the story. That's the story they say. But um, he gets hired to find the the state senator's daughter, and his daughter is... um, He gets an an address just texted to him, right? So, so I I asked you this earlier, but, you know, I just want everyone to hear this. Do you think that people like this actually exist? Like, there are finders that... Yeah exist in in the real world yeah 100 percent. i've never actually heard of this being a thing well so. okay so first it's what adam laroche is doing now former chicago white Sox first baseman adam LaRoche. but is he like a bounty hunter or no, is he, he like works with like trafficking or, or anti-human trafficking organizations and like goes on bus and stuff okay so i think adam laroche is literally him and his son drake Go in. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> I know it's it's such a he's such a weird fucking guy, man. I just could see like an ex Blackwater person doing this, like I don't think because he get he gets paid a fair amount of money to do this. Yeah, but like it's I don't think a Blackwater guy would want to do. Yeah, I think you know it's just whatever operators or people who are burnt down on trauma. But I would imagine there has to be someone doing this kind of stuff. Maybe not to the extent of violence that he does, but like, you know, in Big Lebowski, they hire the, the, the Pinkerton guy, yeah, the big fat guy. Yeah. My brother Seamus. Wow. The Pinkertons have really had a, uh, from anti-communist union busters to child saviors. And now, uh, <laughs> having an Emily Blunt, and the rock Johnson movie. Oh, that's neat. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah. Uh, they're, pro- they're producing an Emily Blunt starring in a movie about a female Pinkerton. Wow. 
Hollywood liberals get it get it together her, over there. Her and her husband, CIA Jim. Okay. Well, um, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So she's a Pinkerton, <laughs> and he is a. Um, He's Jack Ryan. He's Jack Ryan, Venezuela hater. Okay, I, I we're gonna say this multiple times, but I hate the get off subject. But Jack, the Jack Ryan thing is so fucking funny to me because in Hunt for Red October, he's like a pencil pushing like fucking dweeb. Like it's just Alec Baldwin. He's writing a book, and like he's what you see the story through. But in this, he's fucking Jason Bourne. If if this is our like. And I think Jason Bourne is a better example, but this if this has, if that's our response to James Bond, this country is pathetic. I don't okay, I don't hate Hunt for Red October and I like the Jack Ryan character in that, but it's a little ridiculous to have him be doing Jason Bourne stuff. Anyways, um he goes and talks to the state senator. He lays down the story about the you know, she's gone missing multiple times since her mother died. Um and then at the end he says, I want or he says, I heard you're brutal. Joe doesn't really say anything to that. He's like, I want you to be brutal. Maybe. <laughs> um, Maybe. Yeah, so then Joe gets the address from this guy and goes and starts to kind of scout it out. It is, okay, this is the not the first time his name is going to be said on this recording. Very Epstein. Epstein, yes. yes. Very, the, it's very like Epstein. a New York, Greenwich Village place yeah. that looks exactly like Epstein. Epstein's house. Yeah, like frighteningly so. And this movie, I think, was filmed in, 2017 mm. so this is two years before the the arrest and shit i mean he was obviously still a thing before that not um, to the level. but not to the level he is now no. so i thought that was really interesting i like that kind of perked my ears up and it's like oh i i think that i mean it is an interesting because they're okay so it is just kind of like a random place. It's not like a standalone. It is like, it's like a you know like if you walk through New York or whatever yeah, they call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it does definitely evoke an image of Epstein for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, I think that's what his place was like. It was just like any other house on the street yeah. like, that a multimillionaire would own. Well, yeah, I think it was a standalone building, which was this it? was kind of like this next to a, a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. this was a neighborhood. But, like, you know, what you'd expect walking around in, like, Brooklyn or whatever. That's the kind of house. <laughs> uh, you, you won't laugh at this, but uh, the the do you even know what Red Scare is? The podcast? Yeah. Yes, I'm aware of okay, it. Okay, so the, the blonde from Red Scare made a movie about the Jeffrey Epstein house called The Scare of 61st. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, okay. It's that's the coolest house and I wish they would like open it up for tours and like Like charge. the book depository in uh, yeah, Texas. Yeah. And like we could all see the Monica Lewinsky Bill Clinton painting above his uh, mantle and the naked woman chandelier and just every all of the famous things. That the Bill Clinton Monica Lewinsky dress thing was like I, I think that did probably <laughs> like one of that was like when you get shot in the gut and you just bleed out over the course of like seven days. It is haunting. It's a haunting image. It was my zoom profile or my background for a while. I logged into a class one time after we had podcasted for the old one we used to do. Oh Lord. And I had that on and I immediately turned it off. And the, one of the people was like, Mitchell, what the hell was that? <laughs> I was like, don't worry about it, bud. We're uh, both huge not fans, but huge Jeffrey Epstein connoisseurs. Connoisseurs. So um, 
I think that any any time you have a, in a movie like this, that's it's automatically going to evoke well, that Epstein brain. More than one thing in it, and at least with this house, does for me. Um, but yeah, so he kind of scopes out the place for a while. Um, one thing that happens that I think is interesting that we can talk about is he kind of starts to lean off the train balcony. But the reason he stops is there's like a woman who's like clearly been beaten, like looking at him. He kind of contemplates suicide multiple times in the movie. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of a uh, reoccurring theme in the movie is um, suicide. Yeah. Uh, he's seen some shit. To put it mildly, so yeah, so he's he's like a real life Facebook uh, mod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. So he, um, while he's doing this, he's gathering supplies. He gets like sodas and stuff and candy for the for the girl he's supposed to get. Um, he's stopped while he's doing this, and he's asked to take a picture of his group of um, like Asian girls, young, and young, young Asian, Asian girls. Asian They're like yeah. 18, 19. Um, and he like has a like flashback of a cargo container and a bunch of uh, young girls. Is it mostly just women or is no? It I think it's a so it's a story. But he it's fixated like a, on the kids. Yeah, it's a sea container full of obvious like refugee, but they're obviously Asian. Yeah. Um, you know, human trafficking stuff. Mm. Um, but it is important to note that he is wearing. I think I thought it was an FBI hat. It's an FBI hat, but I that confused the hell out of me because he's at like the border later or at uh, different points in the movie, yeah. like giving a candy, candy bar through a fence. I think the point is is that he was uh, spooked up at one point. Yes, he was. He was doing military shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think I said he's kind of got a whole system for the for the missing girls. He's got like candy. He's got sodas. He gets her a grape soda. He, I don't want a fucking grape soda. So the, bad. So the purple Shasta, I think, is the best yeah. grape soda, but yeah. the purple Fanta is what he went with, which I think Shasta is a West Coast thing, so... Yeah, it's Costco. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. yeah. It's Costco or Sam's Club, one of the two, but yeah. we're giving our location away here. Um, I've given it away so <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, he, um, he obviously has a system. He's obviously done this before. Yeah. He's a pro. Yeah. Um, he... He finds a young man who is leaving the house. Looks like he's like delivering or doing like laundry or something. Yeah. Laundry or it's a courier, who knows? But yeah. he pulls him aside and like throws him in the car, and he's like, "Hey, man, tell me, tell me what you know." Very but, like, nicely, very nice, but also very menacingly. He's yeah, he he's not like tell me what I fucking need to know. He's like, "I'm not gonna hurt you. Tell me everything." Joaquin Phoenix is. Uh, just kind of looks unstable, so I think that's kind of well, part of the allure. Ripped in this movie. Yeah, he's I mean, huge. He's he's bulky. He's definitely gone bear mode on, yeah, on this one. He's like, he you know, he's probably like five foot eight in real life, but he looks he looks intimidating because yeah. he's like just pure. His arms are gigantic, dude. He's that got, sauna scene. Yeah, he's got a. He's uh, got like a gnarly beard too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I did not. Well, it's kind of the same beard he yeah. has in real life. Now, I guess that's true, huh? He did kind of go like weird there for a little while. He kind of looked like the. Uh... Well, that was a whole bit. There's a whole yeah. movie. The, um, <laughs> the off the grid thing, or whatever. Yeah, which is weird because like now this movie's called you were never really here, yeah. and that movie was called like I'm not, I'm not here, here or something. something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
back um, when he tried to be a rapper on the uh, David cool. Letterman show. Yeah. Remember that was like a huge deal in 2007. What a simpler time. <laughs> it's all we cared about. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. so the, the kid says a couple things. Uh, he's like, oh, I just work there, blah, 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 blah. He says specifically, they're freaks, man. I don't touch any of the girls or anything. Which implies he knows what's and going on. He does end up getting like thrown out of the car because he didn't do anything. Yeah, to well, not walking, stop walking it. Phoenix does choke him out. Yeah, he does not says. stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gives him the code and all that good stuff. I'm walking surprised Phoenix. that it was that easy because, like, I thought, thought he was, he was gonna, gonna like, kill him. yeah, I thought he was gonna like fuck with him and then he's gonna come back and like murder him. But yeah, you know, everything he told him was true. Yeah, so he chokes him out for a second and then he becomes unconscious um yeah breaks into the building and immediately starts like going to town on some dudes with a hammer yeah so but you don't with this movie i think a lot of people were probably thinking like oh it's gonna be like incredibly ultra violent like yeah. you're gonna see all the blood and shit all the violence joe does is you're removed from it you're either watching a security camera it's or in, like, in another room yeah you or, don't yeah. see anything directly you hear ever. it yeah yes while anything that happens to Joe, you see directly and viscerally. Yeah. So or that he, he does to himself. He goes upstairs after murdering the security guards and then comes across a naked man and a girl walks out. Yeah. So comes across a naked man with a little girl. And, and he, he has a mask on. Yeah. And he murders that guy. Yes, he does he, have a mask he on. He has a mask. That's a good very, point. Very eyes wide shut. Yes. Um, so he kills that which, guy. Which the fucking that masquerade photo of Glane and um, yeah Jeffrey. The mask thing is always a it's so it's sketchy. such a bizarre. I, I think the lady who directed this, Lynn Ramsey, she's I bet you didn't know it was the lady who directed it. Um, it's it's such a like this feels like someone who's been in Hollywood for like twenty years. She's from Scotland. She's made like three movies before this. One of them was with Ezra Miller, who has probably done some disgusting things. But, <laughs> That's the um, connection there. Yeah. She hung out with Ezra Miller for an afternoon and was like, Hollywood is full of degenerates. Yeah. Now I have to kill them all on screen. <laughs> um, it, so he, the first girl who walks out, we just don't really hear anything from again. She just kind of like moses it's, on out. I think it's implied that they're pretty heavily drugged. Yeah. They're, they're on something. Yeah. Um, and then he goes in a different room, murders a different guy who is also in, naked. No. That guy happens later. He kills the other security guard up there. Oh, is that a security guard? Yeah, the guy. In the, there's a guy later on that he gets. Oh. When he's leaving with the girl he was supposed to get. That's right. Yeah, yeah. when he's walking out. So yeah. he gets in there and yeah, she's all like fucked up and like. She's So Joe has this trauma thing that he does. I don't know. Coping mechanism he does where he counts down. And when we meet the girl, she's counting down as well, which kind of starts the link there. Um, okay. You can tell me if I'm wrong on this, but the lady who goes in there when he's in there, mm-hmm. is that another victim or is that a Ghislaine type? That's got to be a Ghislaine type. Because he's, he's got the hammer to her head, right? I think, I don't know why, he was about to kill her and then he's like, okay, ooh. Because she, the other two dudes she didn't had seem like surprised to be being killed. Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I deserve this, but... The woman, like, reacted in horror, uh, which makes me think that, I don't know, she was either, like, the madam or something. Yeah. That, um, may have not been there by, did by you, choice. Did you see what she kind of looked like? 
She was, was She's like dark, dark hair, hair, freckles, yeah. kind of looked like Glenn. Yeah, I mean, that might be a little bit of a stretch. It, I don't, we don't be. know what she was. She was just kind of wandering around. It was an older woman in a child but brothel. She, she wasn't old. She no, was she like, was like in her 30s. Yeah. But like, I don't, like I said, an older woman and wandering right. around in this brothel. Right. And she was scantily clad. So I think there's a couple big signals going on there. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, we obviously don't know, but it did seem like kind of a madam of the yeah. of the situation. Yeah, uh, he did not kill her. I think. Not that we saw. I don't think they don't really did. see anything. So, um, yeah, they they kind of get out, and he gets her in the car, and then it makes a <laughs> makes a very big point to show him throwing the dude out of the car, out of the car that yeah. uh, he had tied up because. Um, it was in garbage, actually. So, um, yes. yeah, he, he didn't do anything to stop it, so he's kind of guilty by association. Yeah. So, as that happens, he takes the girl he rescued. What was her name? Anna? Is that her name? Um, it was it down? something like that. Uh, I'm just going to go up Anna. Her last name was Sandoval, I think. So Vato. Like, Vato, that's right. I remember because the dude was extremely white, so I'm like, oh, he's a Joey Vato. Vato. <laughs> So I'm making very obscure baseball references that probably 90% of the people are going to get. So, so important to remember that her dad is a political figure. State senator, yeah. Right. So uh, his whole thing is he's going to bring her back to a hotel and then they're going to meet him there. Okay, so I think he's supposed to meet them in a parking lot first. Because remember he's sitting there for a while with her? I think that was to get the heat off. Maybe. I, I thought that was the original meeting spot and then he was like, okay, I got to go here, but... I, I think he was. I think he was waiting for the heat to die down, and then okay. he went to the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe that. Um, so then they go into the hotel room, and they are watching TV, and we see very clearly on the news, uh, State Senator Votto commits suicide. Yeah. So he suicided himself, uh, which I don't think is true because it did show the. Well, we find out later that the governor is an absolute piece of shit, but it governor does Bill show. Clinton. The governor sitting there in the same room as him with like in a hotel and it's very I think implied that he was suicided. So I'm thinking about it now and on that thing they mentioned that his wife killed herself too. Was she suicided, you think? Like I don't she, know. She knew that this was happening, said it was maybe gonna say something. And I think obviously it, he was. But he was, I don't yeah, know about but the, the wife. The wife I think like, you just gotta clean up your bit. So anyways, they're like sitting there watching this and like the door knocks and he's like, Oh, what who that who could that fucking be? Because it obviously the dad is dead mm-hmm. and um the the it's like the, the night watchman yeah. front desk guy and he gets a blasted in the back of the head with a silencer which you do see you do see yeah, his brains go he, everywhere he does get uh very brutally murdered yep and uh two policemen walk in so are they actually cops or are they dressed as cops i think they're cops you think they're cops i okay. do think they're the cops. first time i watched this i thought they were dressed as cops but this time rewatching it i think they are cops this so when did when this came out in 2018 early like around i think it premiered in 2017 like at festivals and then it came out in like april may of 2018 okay so the milwaukee pedophile thing that was happened last su- year was summer of last year yeah okay and the police i think i mean 
I'm still not sure what happened there, and I don't think there's been any real great conclusion to that whole thing. But the police were heavily involved in that. Yeah, no, that was, yeah, that was, they were escorting people out of that building. Some people say they saw, like, kids. This is a whole different, if we're going to talk about that, I want to actually talk. Because I think, you remember, that drove me insane for, like, three days. That was, of the things that came out last year about this whole situation, and by that I mean, like, Pizzagate, Epstein, just child trafficking. And all the sort of weird shit that just happened last year in general. Yeah, this was one of the weirder things. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go look up uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Milwaukee pedophile, pedophile ring. ring. That's the only way you're going to find anything because it is a little obscure. Yeah. But it was kind of a it was in the it was in the news. It was in the local news there. I only found out about it because I think someone posted about it in like the True Non subreddit back it, when it was like two thousand people. There was something really wrong with that, and the police. My my whole point in bringing that up is that the police were involved in, in that. covering it up potentially. Yeah. And. We're possibly running it, but possibly <laughs> that's neither, neither here nor there. <laughs> um, in this case, I do think those are police officers. Okay. I, yeah, I, like I said, the first time I watched it in theaters, I thought it was, I thought they were like wearing disguises, but I do think that they're cops. Well, cause now. they have like comms on them and like the whole nine yards. Yeah. So they are, they like come in and they shoot that guy in the head and they like, uh, they point a gun at Joe. And they take the girl. They take the girl. One of them does. Yeah. And then, and then there's another one stays behind with the gun to his face. Yep. And then it's pretty obvious what's going to happen next. And then he, he like hesitates or something for a second. And then like Joe jumps on him and they fight. And Joe, Joe ends up getting shot, shot in the, the face, face. Yeah. Which I did not realize at first. I didn't realize it my first watch either. I thought the reason why I lost two things is he got hit in the I, face. That's what I thought too. But my wife, who was paying better attention than I was, apparently said, I, did he just get shot in the face? And I was like, wait, did he? Yeah, because his, his face is swollen for the rest of the thing. And I think the bullet's in the tooth that he pulls out later. <laughs> that's So he starts laughing. But yeah, anyways, um, so he kills that guy. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, well, okay, what the fuck just happened? Um, so he's now... Ha- kill the police officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is covered in blood and gore and shot in the face. Yeah. And it's it's just looking bad. Everything's bad. Yep. And then he goes home. And well, things okay, get but, worse. So, no. He goes to his... The, he goes to find his handler. Right. He calls that guy a bunch of times. And then he goes to his, his handler's place. He goes... Yeah, so the first place okay, he, so goes he goes to, there. Okay, yeah, he right, goes right. there and is waiting for him, and he doesn't show up, and then he sees the blood. Right. And then he right. goes to his office, and he sees, looks like they like almost cut his hands off while slitting his wrists. Is that what I was saying? <laughs> I don't know. I think that, I think it was a... Because it's not like, it's like here, and well, I'm, okay... They're going to say he killed himself. That's maybe the point. I realize this is an audio medium again as I'm doing hand motions <laughs> to Scott. But it's like through the middle of the palm. It looks like they almost cut his hands in half is the best way I can describe it. I think that – I think it was supposed to look like a suicide. Again, the police are going to be the ones investigating yeah. it. So if they're the ones doing it, then – But they find a phone number of um, – the intermediary that he was using, this angel guy, who's mm-hmm. kind of briefly in the plot. The only reason is because his kid sees Joe at the beginning of the movie. So they kill them and get his address, and then Joe does indeed go home. 
Right. So yes, that happens in between. I forgot about that. But um, so yeah, he goes home, um, and immediately uh, we are pretty much treated to the sight of his mother having been uh, shot in the face Hell through a pillow. Head. Yep. Um, which was not very nice. No, it was not. No. So um, he's obviously pretty upset about that. And then he hears some rustling downstairs, and this is where shit kind of starts to pop off in terms of the, the conspiracy angle of this whole thing. Yes. Yes. These are not cops. No, they're not. Uh, he goes downstairs, two men in suits. He immediately shoots both of them, <laughs> like, no scope. <laughs> no scope in Call yeah, of Duty. He, he, does, he 360 no scopes, uh, both of them. Yep. So he comes down the stairs and just shoots both of them, like, two shots, two drops. Bang, bang. Um, one of them dies immediately. The other one is shot in, like, the chest and is dying slowly. And not great which is a uh opportunity for joe to torture him for information joe does fuck with him in the beginning yeah yes. he pours like water on his head and he steps on him and that kind of shit in where the gun wound is yeah so yes. he he's trying to get info out of him and which, these dudes are wearing suits yeah so i think they're like secret service i don't, I don't know, know what they are I, can you call it secret service for a governor i feel like it's their security service. for the governor whatever that's called yeah these these are the blackwater guys yes these, these, these are the black ones. These guys. are the ones that murder brown children for sport. Oh, I, it's in my notes and I forgot to mention it. The when they pick up the girl, they focus on her feet for a second and they're like they've got lace and shit on them. Mm-hmm. That feels important to me and I don't know why. Because uh, I show it she's again wearing later. lace. Yeah, like, so it might just be like time. an outfit, but I that felt important to me. Uh, I think that's supposed to be like an innocence thing, but yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah. sorry to divert, but, um, (laughs) I wanted to mention that earlier. I'm just looking at my notes again. So he, he kind of tortures this guy for a little while and he ends up giving him information like, uh, pretty obvious, um, where they came from because Mm -hmm. he says, uh, essentially that the girl, is at uh, the governor's house, yes, and says, that he, she is his favorite, and they trade them, and he trades, for, he trades them, which I don't know what them is. Is this all state senators' daughters? Is I it... don't. There seems to be some massive pedophile ring, yes. which is uh, probably alluded to, fairly true, and it's Governor Bill Clinton, and this kind of is like the same thing as the the ending of the first season of uh, true detective where we get yes. this idea that there's this like giant pedophile ring and it's just like, okay, well I guess that sucks, but whatever. We, we got this one guy probably. Maybe. We got him. Um, but yeah, so he does. And while the, the agent is dying, um, that song from Priscilla queen of the desert plays the, I'm I've not been s- to paradise, but I've never been to me. I've, I have never stooped myself in Priscilla 
uh, that deeply to know the songs from it, but I have seen that movie, and that is pretty funny, actually. So, it, yeah, it's a very, like, weird song in the first place to be singing. I think it's maybe, like... The music the in this is a little bizarre. Yeah, I have... At the end, we'll talk about it, because there's a, a song that occurs twice during similar scenes. Um one of them we already talked about, but I want to talk about it. it they're like old, they're golden oldies, but they're all like kind of like weird ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like you turn on you, the soft contemporary adult rock slash classic adult rock station that plays like Doobie Brothers and Train and shit and hear these. Uh, yeah, this is like music from like the fifties, like somebody singing into a into a like a coffee can or something yeah and bad like 70s shit so um yes oh the girl's name is nina nina that's right yeah, nina that's, and it was not anna it was nina yeah. forgive me listeners um yeah so then he goes and gives his mother a water burial um with rocks and in a garbage bag very touching scene i thought yeah that was a very nice shot actually yeah. i was very impressed with that I, you're not gonna get this reference but it reminded me of um night of the hunter with robert mitchum there's a scene where the, the dead wife is underwater mm. with the hair and i thought that was very similar it was it was striking yes so very good scene um joe tries to kill himself but he sees a vision of nina and he takes the rocks out of his pocket yeah he was gonna goes, drown himself yeah so this like, is the second time he's com- contemplated suicide. Probably like the fourth. Because he, he waterboards himself essentially earlier when he's in the sauna. That's true. He is like, he's and putting bags over his head and a lot. in the beginning, he puts his uh, butterfly knife in his mouth like this. <laughs> I was kind of wondering what the hell he was doing there. <laughs> Anyways, so at this point, he's like, okay, now I'm going to go Rambo on these dudes and go rescue this girl from this house. Oh. And uh, so he drives to like upstate New York and like follows the governor around to his house, and it's like this giant, like estate. Yeah, yeah giant huge. Hamptons house or something. It, you know what it looks like? I'm gonna bring it up again. Remember, did you know that picture of Epstein, Ghislaine, and Harvey Weinstein in the backyard? Yes. It looks like that place. It's, yeah. So it's like covered in ivy. It's like. It's a beautiful house. Yeah, it's super nice. So he goes in and immediately starts like taking out the guards one by one. Are there? I don't. Yeah, he kills at least two or three guards. So he's like in this house and it's very creepy in there. Yes, Um, it's very red. There's, there's the we see multiple pictures of young girls on the governor's nightstand. Yes, we do. Like fifteen of them. And there's a room in his house. That is made up to look like a little girl's room, which makes me think he may have a little girl, which, which is, is an entirely down. different situation. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. No, there, this this is the house of horrors. Um, God, yeah. This, the art on the walls is all like kind of funky and like weird, and he's just a he's a bad man. It's um, <laughs> it's half Jeffrey Epstein, half um, Tom Perez's house. <laughs> Or is it, it did, Paul, Paul the... The pictures I've seen inside of Jeffrey Epstein's house where it's very, like, dark yeah. inside, that is, like, kind of what's going on here. Well, have you have you seen the um You know what it reminded me of? What? In The Shining. Right after um, uh, What's-Her-Face hits Jack in the head with the bat and uh-huh. she, like, runs around and all that weird shit happens. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of that feeling. Like, you're going to... You're going to, like, turn into a room and there's going to be, like, a some bear fucked up something. Off. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that kind of feel. 
No, but I can't. I don't know if it's the the Perez. Um, is it Tom Perez, the the guy in the the Pizzagate scandal who had like the cast of like one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims, like their death cast, as his like coffee table, and like this like really dude. I there's these there's so much fucked up shit there. I mean, it's classy. It's just like dark and fucked up. Yeah, which is I again I can't remember if it's Perez or um. God, what is that fucker? Is it D Podesta? John P. Podesta? John Podesta. John Podesta. I think it's, it's Podesta. Maybe. Is the Pizzagate guy. I think Tom Perez is also huge. Podesta had, was like the email I think guy. it's I, it's him or it's one of the Perez's. So I realize I'm not narrowing it down. My Pizzagate lore is a little... <laughs> Pizzagate is a, is a... Like a hurricane that has multiple arms and you never know where you are in it. No, it's it's more like uh, like been subsumed by the Q shit that it's like yeah, that's unfortunate. It's hard to tell like who is and who isn't a psyop basically. <laughs> where Q begins and where Pizzagate ends. Yeah, yeah. Because I believe that like ninety percent of Pizzagate is right. It's just all of everyone is doing it. The localization to that specific pizza place was a little weird, but the the fact that the corporate elite are pedophiles, I don't think anyone really has any qualms about anymore. No. No. Especially the fact that I'm like 90% sure that Lindsey Graham just gets his back blown out by 19-year-old boys every other week. (laughs) They're just shooting the thickest rope in the head. Oh my god, um, and they have to call him what is what was it, Madam Butterfly or something, Madam Ladybug? Jesus Christ! I love him. He's so fucking cool. He got owned by his own uh, <laughs> state. He had censored by South Carolina GOP because he voted for that bipartisan bill, which is oh, funny. That's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, he's like stalking around the house looking for these two, and he gets to like the final room, mm-hmm. and he turns the corner and. He's like, is he wearing something weird? Joe? No, the the governor. No, he doesn't have a shirt on and he's got his pants on. But he's, okay. He's, I could, I, it was like a, a moment of pure hatred. So I couldn't like, I wasn't focusing. But anyways, yeah. um, so he, he beats him to death. Um, no, and, he doesn't. Wait, what? That's, he's dead already. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. Um, the so he's dead in his room. Yeah, his throat, throat slit. slit. Yeah. He so now he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, he's going, like breaks down like crying. Yeah, and he takes off his shirt and he's like, because I think he knows what happened, but we don't know yet. Yeah. So he walks downstairs and the girl is sitting in the dining room eating some really shitty food. It looks like yeah, uh, it's like peas and peas and, and yes, carrots, gross white people shit. Yeah. And then um. She's got a knife in her hand that and has her, blood all over yeah, it. Yeah, she's covered in blood. Yeah, she's covered in blood. So it's it's not even implied. It's very obvious that she slit his throat yeah. with a knife. And he's like freaking out. And she goes like, it's okay, Joe. It's going to be okay. Yeah, so she is like the rock in that one. We haven't really seen her lucid really until this yeah. moment. Well, and I think I think the reason – I talked to you about this before. But I think the reason why she he's freaking out is because he's like – Oh God, she's going to be like me. Yeah, that's the impression that yeah. I got. The tr- the like a lot of trauma in this movie between everyone. All, yeah, everyone involved. So uh, they leave, 
Um, and I think at this point, it's like, okay, we have a situation where the governor was uh, fucking little kids, and uh, he's a piece of shit. And uh, they're going to find his body and whatever. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So we got we to gotta cut well, on. So, and before we get to the to the ending, which is pretty not anti, or it's pretty anticlimactic. Um, the song that I want to talk about that plays during the invasion of the Epstein place and this place is Angel Baby. So, it's the same song twice. I haven't looked that much into it to see if there's any like weird connotations with it or anything. But the fact that it's played twice in two very similar scenes, I think, means something. Well, it could be like his coping mechanism because he, he kind of sings a lot. Actually. Well, he sings that one song with... Um, He's in the car on the way mom, the he sings. Song. And then, yeah, I mean, he's kind of like singing the whole movie, kind of. So, anyways. Um, so they like... And Correct me if I'm wrong, but do they go to the diner right after that? Yeah, they go to the diner right after Okay, so they're at the diner, and they're, like, sitting there staring at each other, and uh, she's like, oh, I gotta go. Or she didn't say anything. She just kind of gets up. Yeah. And then he pulls out a gun and shoots himself in the head. Very, very violent. <laughs> very explicitly. <laughs> blood everywhere. Uh, yeah. Blood good, goes, use of, good use of squibs. Yeah, there was a lot of gore. Yeah. Um, so blood is everywhere, and that's cool. But um, no one reacts. The waitress comes and gives him the check. Yeah, so... So it's obviously a dream. It didn't really happen. Uh, he had, had considered doing it multiple times, and in the end did not, so... Yeah. And then the girl comes and sits back down. And she she he asks her, Where do you where are we gonna go or what do you wanna do? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, We could go anywhere and she's like, I don't know. And he's like, Okay, let's go. Yeah, I mean the girl has very obvious like trauma. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for so obvious reasons. Yeah. 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 So and then she's been drugged a little bit too, so yeah. anyway, so that's the end. Yeah, they just they're they they get up to leave and she says it's a beautiful day, which was the original title of the movie and the title of the book this is based on. So there you go. So, yeah, that was You Were Never Really Here. Um, Scott, out of uh, 10 slices of Pizzagate, what would you give it? Um, I give it a 7. I, I liked it, and it's, uh, you know, in the same way that it, John Wick, uh, you know, you're fucking wanting the bad guys to get absolutely wrecked because they killed his dog. Uh-huh. Like, the same very powerful like i hate these bad guys because they're pedophiles thing is happening like if they if they had a movie where like a guy went around and like murdered jeffrey epstein and like bill gates and bill clinton and all those guys like hung kevin spacey from like a ceiling or something like i would love that movie that would be a 10 but um we're gonna get we're gonna get space yeah this is definitely um Getting me on a list somewhere. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get spacey. God damn it, <laughs> Bill Gates. I'm sorry, but you have to go. It's 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 gotta happen, brother. It's for the good of the species. If anyone, if anyone in in like directing is ends up listening to this, uh, you can go ahead and take that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, any producers next movie any producers listening to this uh the anti-pedophile movie is yours you can have that 
from me. You know, producers love to not abuse young girls or women. Yeah, so. it'd have to be someone from Scotland, clearly. <laughs> yeah, so I would give this movie an eight uh, slices of Pizzagate. Um, I don't know, I think it's really, obviously, it's Joaquin Phoenix, so it's very well acted. I think the the choices about the violence and what they do with it is very interesting, and obviously the um, conspiracy shit is super interesting. Um, so yeah, I, it's wild that she was, uh, she was, she was at pill back in, uh, 2016 or whatever. I asked you a similar question about UFOs, but what is your, and it's hard to kind of nail this down because this is such a big topic, but what is your take on the pedophile ring in general? Like how big does it go? Um, like who's who's mainly involved in your opinion? Oh, God, um, I th- it's a big question. Yeah, so. yeah, no, it is. I think it's I think it's like um, it's got to be. <sighs> the problem is, is I think it's not like I'm not gonna say like every U.S. president because I don't think Biden's ever been invited to anything in his life. <laughs> no, but like Barack probably has. So you think Barack Obama's a pedophile? I don't think he's a pedophile, but I think he knew about it. I don't think Biden he knew does. about it, didn't do anything. Yeah, I don't think Biden. Knew so he's about getting it. thrown in the garbage. Yeah, and then obviously uh, Hillary Clinton would drink the blood of the children. So after her husband finished fucking them, but uh... okay. So I think we all. I mean, keep going. I don't. I don't want to interrupt you. Yet. No, I just think I think there's uh there's like a West Coast faction and there's an East Coast faction. It's hard to tell what the East Coast faction is is, is even more because obviously Epstein got got. Do you but, think it's like old, or is this like a newer phenomenon? Oh, uh, I think this has been going on for a long time, man. Like, there's that story about those like missing kids up in Canada at that um, school for natives. Like, sixty kids just went missing one time after the Queen visited. Which, like, what's that about? The royal family, our actual snake shifting reptilians. <laughs> they drink the blood of the children. I mean, the adrenochrome thing had to come from somewhere, right? Okay. No, it does because fucking Peter Thiel uh, wants to turn people into actual blood bags. And um, I think Prince Philip, at the end of his days, would walk around with bags of blood in case he needed a transfusion at any moment. I am shocked none of these people have just been assassinated. Like, if they know anything, how have they not been killed? Well, I think that... I don't know. I don't. Think I mean, Jeffrey Epstein people, obviously was killed. I don't but, think most of these people snitch. It's like um, it's like a like a cop union. But if they're I mean? backs against the wall, like Matt Gates's little buddy or whatever, Matt Gates isn't involved in anything on this scale. He's not. No, he's just he's, a shitbag. But still, I don't. He, you know, the worst. He's not fucking twelve. So there's. He's like. So you're saying there's some like a like a high level like very because se- I've heard the thing where like. In order to like get into power, you have to have like this. Well, it, so this connection to everyone else, and the connection is that you are all pedophiles. Yeah. So I mean, what would ruin you if it got out? Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's why they don't snitch on each other, is because they've all done it. Yeah. Which you know, I don't know how true that is or what it is. That's but just the rumor. I think there's certainly an element to it to every sort of powerful part of the country. Um, Obviously, on the West Coast, it's like Spacey, it's Geffen, it's Singer, it's those Don Henley, those guys. And specifically, it's Hollywood, and that that whole little thing that grow, grows around that. Yeah. And then there's like the old money freaks on the East Coast 
that are like royal family types. Yeah. Um, and I think those two are kind of the ones perpetrating this. It's like in, it's like in Drive, <laughs> like how how Albert Brooks and uh, Ron Perlman are running the West Coast mob, and yeah. then they're like, "We don't get any fucking respect from back east." Yes, they pinch my cheek. So and I'm not gonna say the other part of the line. I just, I don't know. I I I think that this is uh, that's the real terror for me is that there's just like this other world that like we don't really truly understand and like these things happen yeah that are just on like the darkest like this the most psychotic and dark areas of the human experience that we just have no idea about and i don't know if it's because we're just like sheltered or what but like the idea that this this is probably happening somewhere in San Francisco right now. Yeah, Peter Thiel's probably draining someone dry right now while hanging them upside down like some sort of peeking duck. Yeah, so, and, you know, I, I do not like the New Age movement, and I think some of this comes from that as well um, for multiple reasons. But, you know, Jeffrey Epstein was into occult shit. Yeah. Um. Well, oh, I and mean, that's the other thing is how much of how much is it like there know, was the satanic playing, panic thing. People are playing pretend, like uh, co-opting these things to be like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we were the rich elites who do Illuminati shit? <laughs> and then how much of it is like? But why do all, you build a giant sun temple on thing. your island? Like how much of is it like actually like these people are like blood worshiping Satanists or are just like play acting at it because they think it's funny well like the the whole thing at bohemian grove with the like the cremation of care like that whole thing like that is just a joke that's a joke well that's the thing is like how much of this shit is like people are like joking around versus like epstein building the temple like are are we actually sacrificing children to baphomet i that i don't know you know that's that's where it gets confusing because like okay Obviously, George Bush has all these, like, skull and bones things, and, like, yeah. there's a bunch of weird shit like about fucking corpses, and, yeah. like, yeah, okay, like, that's not really funny, that's just kind of, like, weird and cryptic, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that, and it's, like, what part of this is weird sexual stuff, and what part of it is, like, weird occult stuff yeah no and and what point does it just become one one bleeds into the other when did, you know, when does the bit no longer become maybe a bit? these people are so rich and so out of touch and so whatever that they just like need young people around like i don't i don't know have you have you seen that video of hillary clinton walking into like i think it's like one of the people who uh like phone banked for her or something like that right and they walk. She walks into their apartment. You live like this. <laughs> it was literally. She walks in. She's like, walking around like wide eyed, like whoa. And it's like, <laughs> damn bitch, you live like this. <laughs> it's like it's not even that bad of an apartment for New York or wherever the fuck it yeah, was. Yeah, no, I saw that picture. It was actually pretty well maintained. It's just like Hillary Clinton's just a fucking lunatic. It has to be in a house with literal slaves. It's just like okay, the people involved that we know about. Like Bill Clinton, Kevin Spacey, they were all on that plane, right? Those yeah. are the ones we absolutely 100% know about. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if Bill Clinton is like an occult person. 
But I well, think Jeffrey Epstein was. Is, yeah. So it's, it's, it's like I said, where does it being a bit and it being real, when do they start to bleed together? I, I, and that's, I guess, the question. Um, that's a whole other thing. And to be honest, these people can all just fucking die in, yeah. in the most horrible way possible. If yep. we could all beat them to death with hammers, that would be uh, pretty, pretty nice. It would, be, it would be very neat. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyways, uh, folks, this has been this has been cranking off. Thank you really you for, cranked off there yeah. the last ten minutes or yeah. so. <laughs> I, I, you know what? It wasn't as bad as me talking about the three tramps for twenty minutes last week. Well, I'm assuming next time we like do something other than than watch a movie that it'll be a little bit more like that. But yeah, <laughs> I go off the rails for twenty minutes, and you try to keep me on them. Yeah, that's that's why I'm here. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. All right. Uh, you know, if if you uh, and I'm not, I'm well. Actually, I am going to advocate violence. Okay. If you know well, any pedophiles, this parody. parody. This is a joke, uh, but a, it's a little serious. Mostly no, parody. 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 Mostly parody. Parody. Uh, if you know anyone who's doing something like this, don't call the cops. Just uh, do do a joker. We're all jokers here. Joker, I hardly knew it. Yeah. Alright, bye. Bye.